Hello, thank you for joining me for Genesis 15. After these things, Yahweh's word came to Abram in a vision, saying, Don't be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. Abram said, Lord, what will you give me since I go childless, and he who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus? Abram said, Behold, to me you have given no children, and behold, one born in my house is my heir. Behold, Yahweh's word came to him, saying, This man will not be your heir, but he who will come out of your own body will be your heir. Yahweh brought him outside and said, Look now to the sky and count the stars, if you are able to count them. He said to Abram, So will be your offspring. He believed in Yahweh, who credited it to him for righteousness. He said to Abram, I am Yahweh who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldees to give you this land to inherit. He said, Lord, how will I know that I will inherit it? He said to him, Bring me a heifer three years old, a female goat three years old, a ram three years old, a turtle dove and a young pigeon. He brought him all these and divided them in the middle and laid each half opposite the other, but he didn't divide the birds. The birds of prey came down on the carcasses and Abram drove them away. When the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell on Abram. Now terror and great darkness fell upon him. He said to Abram, Know for sure that your offspring will live as foreigners in a land that is not theirs, and will serve them. They will afflict them 400 years. I will also judge that nation whom they will serve. Afterward, they will come out with great wealth. But you will go to your fathers in peace. You will be buried at a good old age. In the fourth generation, they will come here again, for the iniquity of the Amorite is not yet full. It came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark, Behold, a smoking furnace and a flaming torch passed between the pieces. In that day, Yahweh made a covenant with Abram, saying, I have given this land to your offspring, from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates, the Kenites, the Kenizzites, the Cadmonites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Rephaim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. In the preceding chapters of Genesis, on two occasions, Abram turned his back on the, the pleasures of Sodom. And now we've got God coming to him and saying, do not fear, I am your reward. This is, I think this is the greatest piece of news in the whole entire Bible, that God himself comes to a person and says, I am your reward. This is something that any believer can experience if their heart is inclined toward him. When you turn your back on other things and you look towards him, he becomes your reward. And how wonderful that is. But then after this, Abram says to him, I have no son, I have no heir. And God makes a covenant with him to give him a son. 
In the first instance, where God says he is his reward, he talks to him in a vision. And you know, it says that Abraham believed. In other words, Abraham trusted him. And it was credited to him as righteousness. So we see right here in Genesis 15, right at the start of the Bible, is established the way that we walk with God and the way that we find righteousness. Jesus hadn't died on the cross yet, and Abraham really would not have had a sense of what was going to happen. Later on, he gets asked to sacrifice his own son, which of course doesn't happen, but that's a picture of Jesus that would die on the cross. But even then, Abraham didn't understand what that was all about. So there was no sacrifice established on our behalf, but not even the animal sacrifices had started yet. People certainly did make animal sacrifices, but in this time where there was no Levitical law and no nation of Israel, how did someone walk with the Lord? Well, right here, when, when Abram places his faith in God, it's credited to him as righteousness. So he walked with God through faith by trusting him. And this is how everyone in the Old Testament walked with God. And it's how everyone in the New Testament walks with God now. And so, the, you know, it's because the act of Christ dying on the cross was a timeless act. And so anyone who looked at it, it doesn't matter if you looked at it before history, before it happened in history or after it happened in history, it stands alone as a timeless act, good for all people of all time. And even those who didn't understand it, but they looked to God in faith, you know, they are credited as being righteous, as Abraham was here, and as Paul explains it all to us much, much later in the book of Romans. And after this, of course, after Abraham has it credited to him as righteousness, God appears to him in a dream and makes a covenant with him. And there's this moment where God moves as a, a fire pit, through, fire torch through the pieces of sacrifice as, uh, and makes a covenant and promises to Abraham with very physical signs that he's going to give him this land. And he's going to give him uh, ancestors and they're going to inherit this land. And that must have been very encouraging for Abram. It must have helped his faith a lot just to know that, that, that even though he still didn't have a son yet, he was going to have one from his very own body and they were going to inherit the land. So what can we learn from this chapter? Well, we learn something that what pleases the Lord a great deal is trusting him. And in fact, it leads to righteousness. Abraham was someone who trusted him. He shunned evil, turned his back on the pleasures of Sodom and the treasures of Sodom. And he came to the place where the Lord promised him all these things and he trusted the Lord. He believed the Lord and he was declared righteous. God became his reward. These are all really, really wonderful things. And these are not just things limited to Abram, but they are available for us. So even though we live thousands of years later and we have the whole Bible at our, at our, you know, available to us. We can read not only the stories of Abram, but we can see the picture of Jesus in the story through the sacrifice of, Ish, of uh, Isaac. We can see the story of the cross and that we've got the gospels. Even though we have all these things and Abraham didn't have all these things, even though he was much less informed than we are, he's actually our father in the faith. 
and we walk and follow his example. So, Father, I pray that you would help us to follow in the example of Abraham. Help us to place our trust in Jesus Christ. Help us to love you, Lord. Help our eyes to be not on things which are seen, which are temporary, but help our eyes to be on things which are unseen. And I pray you would lift us up. And Father, my prayer is that you'd bring us into a place where, like Abram, that we set our eyes on, on, on the unseen and that you become our reward. Lord, we want you to be our great treasure and our reward. So reveal these things to us, we pray, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.